the shtick. Yeah, but wait until they rewatch the show know, and see that he told Rachel that. So that's why Rachel has to like win. Rachel has yeah. to win. Hey, Bachelor Nation. This is the Bachelor for the Ages podcast, and we're talking all things Bachelor. The romance, the tears, the drama, and everything in between. So if you like it, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. All right, let's get into it. What's up, Bachelor fans? I'm Sarah. And I'm Debbie. And we're recapping Matt's season of The Bachelor. Tonight was Hometown's episode. Very exciting. And in honor of our hometown, we actually have a special guest. Our hometown! Justin, <laughs> didn't you say hi? What's up? <laughs> so this is Justin, my brother. My son. And uh, Who just celebrated his birthday. Yep, 23 years old. Woot woot. Very exciting. And I'm excited to recap. We'll have a male perspective. But first, I mean, Mom, how are you? Justin, how are you? I'm good, Sarah. You're always so great about asking. I'm good. Another snow day here in New Jersey. But, um, yeah, I'm good. I uh, Here we are. I'm excited that Justin's on the cast podcast with us tonight. I'm like, we've been talking. He's actually a podcast expert. He is. He actually he got us He helped us up. get started. Want thing... to shout, shout out your pod? Not really. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> totally different space. You know? Hey, you could have so overlap. There's sports talk, and then I feel like there's bachelor talk, and but it's all the big. There's games. no real. I guess I'm I'm the center of hey, the Venn diagram. We bachelor bet sometimes. Yeah, there's some intersection of that. It's like a game. It's like a competitive game. There's a lot of similar similarities. I yeah. think. Yeah. But we've been saying, Sarah, for like since we started this, how helpful it would be sometimes to have the male perspective on our podcast. So I feel like we're so lucky tonight that we actually, you know, we've got this. We've yeah. Got a, we've got a very, like a, a peer, like a 23, you know, somebody in that age range. Definitely. In the 20s who can Maybe offer bachelor 20. Perspective. 26. Oh. God help us. <laughs> Okay, so just so we get to know Justin a little bit. America would be very lucky. America would be lucky. So just so we get to know Justin a little bit, I just have a few rapid fire bachelor questions because Justin isn't a fair weather fan. He's a, he's a serious fan like the rest of us. So your favorite, I think I actually know a lot of these, but favorite bachelor of all time. Favorite bachelor? Yeah. Like who would you want to be like bros with? Favorite bachelor? For me, wow, that's a tough one. I'm kind of spacing. It so, is tough because all the bachelors stink. They do. Yeah. Mm, they're all awesome. They're, they're, they're not all great. Most of them do. So, Same one. That's good. <laughs> so, off the top of my head, I feel like I liked Ben Higgins. I knew that's what you were going to say. Um, just because I thought he was a genuine good yeah, guy. Yeah, I agree with that. I think he's a genuinely good guy. I agree with that. All right. Favorite bachelorette. Uh, Caitlin Bristow. Really? I thought you were going to say JoJo. Followed by JoJo. Interesting. Why? I thought Caitlin was fun. Yeah, Yeah, totally. And your favorite couple? My favorite couple that's going on right now, still together? Still together. This is an easy one for you. Well, I I like Des and Chris. Yep. Is that who you're going to say? I mean, that is what I just said. Yeah, yep. (laughs) That's what I thought you were going to say. That's like Justin's OTP of Bachelor Nation. I nailed that one from the get. Yeah, you did. And they're still together. Um, With a couple kids, right? I think so. And um, my last question for Rapid Fire is, of the three left, or including the four, whatever, who would you have picked? Oh, that is tough. So actually, after watching tonight's episode... Mm -hmm. I like the teacher the best. Interesting. Yeah. 
Michelle. Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't remember space. her name, but I'm bickerly engaged. <laughs> <laughs> I just think, I think of, of the crew, I think she's the most mature and I think she's most confident in what she wants. Yeah, mm. I agree. She has a certain, like, energy And it's her. funny because before tonight I would have said Rachel. Interesting. But, mm-mm. No, not after that face plant. <laughs> I had a little bit of a... <laughs> We're going to talk about that. You know, Justin, I kind of, I had a little bit of that sway, too, tonight. So it'll be interesting to dive yeah. in, Sarah, right. and talk about so, all this. Let's get started, then. So Michelle starts us off, her hometown. I feel like what's nice is this is a very organized episode. There's the day date, there's the night date, and then it's the next one, you know? Yeah. So we can start off with Michelle's day date. They started off in, like... On a bike ride. On, on a bike ride with the same outfit on. With the same outfit, <laughs> with the same baskets on the front of the bike. I was like, Well, what? those are the producers. <laughs> well, I mean, the baskets. Yeah. Okay, whatever. It just struck me. <laughs> All right, my kids are making me eye rolls about me. No, I didn't even notice. Any I didn't notice stuff. the baskets either. But they either. were matching clothes. Yeah, okay. I thought it was funny. They were twinning, and um, I thought her Zoom call with the students was really sweet. I loved that. That to me was one of the highlights of the episode me too. because you could just see Michelle's love for the kids watching it. And the kids were so cute, and it was really great. I really liked the Zoom piece of the show. I agree. I thought it was very nice and just a solid date. It was very yeah. 2021 also. Very the Zoom, the kids raising their hands on Zoom, <laughs> knowing how to mute themselves. Yeah, I noticed that too. Yeah, that was impressive. I thought the same thing. Yeah, and then um, I would say her family date was probably, I think this is good in a family date in the sense that it was the least interesting. Her parents seemed great, very welcoming, very friendly, like trusted her. I don't know. It seemed I, very mature. Very mature. I like her dad was super nice to both you know, to her and to Matt, I thought. I just... Hopefully to her. I just... I don't know. I, I feel like she kind of laid it all out there and he was non... He was not very... Um, I don't think he really reciprocated to the level that she did. And Well, and, it's interesting you say that because I don't think he's really reciprocated to anyone besides Rachel. Yeah. But we'll true. get there. We will get there. But I, I just thought that was kind of... He's just... It, it, you know... I just, I don't know. I, like, left that date feeling like, I don't know how she wouldn't have felt perplexed. You know what I mean? Like I, I, don't... I know. I think she felt reassured. I think they assume he can't say those things to them. Yeah, I think that's what and they do. And I just think it was a very, like, solid date. Like, there wasn't anything bad about it, but there wasn't anything super great either. I mean, I guess it was great for them. I don't know. Yeah. It was I, fine. It was, yeah. All right. Next, we had Rachel's date, which was um, <laughs> the skydiving. So she, like blindfolds him, brings him to the skydiving The great plane. chemistry at the beginning. You can tell he's so happy to see her, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. there were, like, lots of chemistry. Very good at the beginning of the date. Yep, and so then they go skydiving. And how would you feel if you were on a date and the, it was their decision where to take you and they took you skydiving? How would you feel about that? Mom? I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Don't put me in a... Like, like, I don't mean, blindfold me. <laughs> and then take me into an airplane. Like, don't do that. I mean... I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't mind, like, stepping out of my comfort zone, being a little adventurous, but that was, like... That's stepping out of your comfort zone and then falling thousands of feet. <laughs> I know. At 120 miles per hour. I know. And potentially landing on your face. <laughs> <laughs> With grass in your hair. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think they look. This is what I think. I think every Bachelor season 
has the the massage yoga date, you know, whatever that is, and the skydiving or jump off the building date. I mean, bungee jumping. There's mm-hmm. So here we've made it through the entire Bachelor season without any of that. They have to bring it in at least one day. It's always the prove your feeling, know you can trust one another. How many times have we seen a Bachelor and a Bachelor contestant hanging off a bungee cord, kissing in the middle of the... I mean, this happens. Yeah. So yep. they were due. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but she does kind of have a really not soft landing and Matt runs up to her and is, you know, comforting her and making sure she's okay. And she was really impressed by this. And I think to dad's point who he's not on the podcast, but he was like, well, isn't that what any decent being would do? Even if you were skydiving with someone and you landed and were fine until they crash landed, wouldn't you go over and make sure they were okay? But I guess Rachel felt like this was a big bonding moment. <laughs> yeah, really showed how much um, he cared about her. Any other thoughts on that? I mean, other than the fact that they took a serious time out in the <laughs> middle of it to fix her hair and get her makeup all done. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, I actually thought that took some of the the, the genuineness out of it. Yes, out of the moment. Yeah. Right? She She's down, she's got hay in her hair, and she's all <laughs> disheveled, right. and... And then all of a sudden, 15 seconds later, she looks like nothing happened. Yeah. But she's also, she's like struggling still. Yeah. Yeah. So then we get to her night part. And Rachel says to her dad that she's confident if he proposed tomorrow, she'd say yes. Yeah. And her dad is really, you know, the skeptic. He's skeptical in his conversation with Matt, skeptical in his conversation with Rachel. And I just think Mm -hmm. this is a... This classic is a uh, classic, date. classic dad on the hometown date. Yeah, like, gotta we gotta one have one. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Gotta have one. Mm-hmm. Yep. So nothing really the, surprising. The one that doesn't believe in the process. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah <exactly. laughs> but what was funny is like she really said to her dad that she's confident that she's different, which yeah. I thought was interesting. And I think what I notice is like, I feel like these relationships are so underdeveloped for us. Mm-hmm. It's like we just saw nothing. It's like, all of a sudden, she's falling in love, feels like she's the special one, will be proposed to tomorrow. Like, Heather Martin was here last week. Like, what is going on? There were ten girls last week. Now you're going to get proposed tomorrow? I know. I don't, I don't, I felt that way. This has been a theme of mine this entire season. I just feel like they are not evolved relationships. I mean, how do you, what do you think, Justin? You think these are relationships ready to take that next step? I mean, do you feel like, this is a different different than other seasons or i mean i mean i don't know i'd have to look back side by side other seasons but they don't feel developed like i don't think any of the relationships are very developed and i feel like a lot of times like the front the front runners had two one-on-ones before you even got to hometown and i feel like i don't know i just remember like watching like jordan and jojo's relationship and like sean booth and caitlin bristow's like rooting for them and like knowing their relationships and feeling like invested in it like I had a rooting interest it's like I don't care who he ends up with like I really don't like I've always been like Bree's my girl like yeah. Bree's my number one pick but it's like I don't really care like because I don't know anything about their relationships and at this point honestly I feel like him and Bree have the weakest relationship yeah. of them so it's like I I I'm feeling like a missing missing piece of this season I'm not really invested yeah, well, I think that's a common, a common theme. I, 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 you know, I hate to say. Okay, I'm gonna be a little bit. 
I think it's him a little bit. I think it's, I think this season feels there shorter. Lot of girls. There were a lot of women, I think, that we had to weed through and kind of get to this point. But I just think he's, he's kind of not animated with any one of them. He's, he's, he's just kind of, it's kind of dry. I don't know. I don't know. I think there's a lot of girls. I think there was a lot of drama. And I feel like it was a shortened time period. Well, maybe because the first couple episodes, if we reflect, were really about the girls. There was a huge thing with Victoria, and then there was the MJ thing, and then then we had Kate. I mean, there was a lot of... I feel like I almost know some of these women contestants better than I know Matt. No, I agree, but I also think it's really important to note that in the time... I feel like this season had to have been shorter than most because... Never have I really ever seen a person that got a first impression rose not even get the chance of a one-on-one. I feel like they cut out a week of dates, and I feel like that week is a pivotal week. Like, I just feel like we were shortened a week, and I think we're seeing the Well, maybe because they don't have, they're they're keeping them all in one space, so maybe Mm -hmm. there's just not that many dates to choose from where they used to travel around, there'd be different things. Now it's like, I don't know, it's the same... I mean, I, I don't think know. that's a good point. These guys are they're fabricating their hometown dates within the setting of where <laughs> they are, you know, trying to make I have to tell you, I thought, let's talk about this. Tasha's hometowns where they, they I thought the guys were a lot more creative. Yeah. Around, remember uh yep. remember his date where he made it look yep. like New York Zach. and they, Zach's date they did the taxi. Mm-hmm. That was so cute. It was so I mean, cute. The, the Brendan cre- had his brother. The creativity here on these hometowns was not it was it, a bike ride. The bike ride, I mean, these are not, nothing creative. It's like, let me show you my hometown. Except for Michelle, who did the, the classroom. Zoom. And no, uh, was Serena cool. was creative yeah. with Canada. Oh, uh, that was poutine. the best. Yeah, that we appreciated because we have Can- Canadian. Yeah, which we'll get to, yeah, but okay, sorry. I agree. I mean, have, oh, I Justin, I should mention, when Sarah's, when it's chronological, you know, we don't veer from the order of the show. That's such I a lie. I don't understand how skydiving, like, because we are on Rachel's date, technically, yeah. still. Yeah, you're right, you're right. I don't understand how skydiving. Maybe she tied it in and I missed it. Like, no, I didn't get it connected either. Connected to her hometown of Cumming, Georgia. She made it sound like it was more about trust and being able to trust one another. Yeah. Like, that's what she made about him. She mentioned something about nothing. Georgia. Yeah, it had nothing to do with her hometown. She kind of missed the mark there, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> missed the mark on she's a She's young, things. though. Like, she's... I mean, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, not... Yeah. We're not surprised. Yeah. yeah. All right, well... All right. Well, I think we're all in uh, we're all in agreement that the relationship seems super underdeveloped this season. Okay, moving on. We have Bree's day date, off roading in the jeep, shows up in a bright green jeep. I mean, this is like a dream car for me. Uh, all right, I just love now. that car. All but right. I, I thought just, they had a nice greeting too. There was a lot of I thought like their opening. I was like, oh, there's the chemistry between Bree and Matt that I always thought was there. I thought their initial chemistry was pretty solid. Yeah, no, I agree. I think they have good chemistry. I, I think they've always been solid, but I just don't see a spark with them anymore. Yeah. And when he was, like, talking, um, when he wanted to know if her mom was going to be there, there was, like, this awkward moment where, like, she almost didn't tell him. I think she wanted it to be a surprise. I don't know if anyone else noticed that. But at the end of the day, like, I thought they're sweet, and I, I think they have a lot in common, which is, I think, what grounds their relationship, which I think is a nice foundation. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't... It's like... Who are Brie and Matt? Like, what? I, yeah. I, I, you know, like, of all the relationships I saw tonight, I feel like I have the least opinion on them because I don't really know 
who they are as a couple. I can, if you ask me that question about the others, I could be, get, put some characteristics in that I think, you know, I would define the relationships at. But, like, this one, I'm like, what? Who? I think that can sometimes happen when you have the first one-on-one. Like, I don't think having the first one-on-one is ideal. I think you want some time to, like, have a casual relationship first with some group dates. And then around, like, week three or four, mm-hmm. you get the one-on-one. Which is what happened for Rachel. Rachel yeah. had an established relationship with him. Then she had her one-on-one where they could really dive into it. Yeah. And now I feel like there's just... Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I thought Brie looked really pretty tonight. I just I just was like, oh, she's really a beautiful woman. Like, yeah, I'm like, she oh, is. She, and she's she's really pretty. And she, but I just, I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, so... Um, so <laughs> okay, yeah. so now we'll move into Brie's night portion of her date. Okay. Um, so Matt, uh, is seeing Brie, um, Matt's seeing Brie as a mom when she's holding the sister, which I thought was, like, sweet for their relationship. He was, like, envisioning a future with her when she was, like, holding her baby sister. Crying hysterically, that, that scene. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I thought the mom, like, Brie's mom was super tough, you know, right away, like, are you in love with her? Asking those questions right off the bat, and I'm just curious, like, if you were in this position... Is that what you would have done? Mm. Good question, sir. Thank you. So you mean would I have asked the tough questions like Like that? Like if me or Justin was on the show and the other person comes in. Yeah. Would you immediately sit him down and be like, are you in love with my child? No. I thought the whole thing. I thought I, I, she struck me funny, the mom, candidly, the whole, the, the whole day. I think I mentioned it while we were watching it together. I, yeah, I don't, I think, I think the thing is, is I feel like. I am, I think, I, I, I actually, it's funny you ask me that because when I'm watching the show in the hometown dates, I really do pay a lot of attention to how the parents um, show up in the situation, right? Do you show up as the protector of your child? Like you have something to, you know, like this person's maybe going to hurt your child and you're trying to protect. Do you show up very supportive of your child and trustworthy of like, hey, look, I raised this child and they're they can make their own decisions and I'm going to support and navigate. And I think that's more how I would, I think that I trust you and Justin to kind of make good decisions, but I'm going to be there to help you process those decisions. Yeah. And I don't think that's maybe how that went. But I will say when, um, Brie was talking to her, the mom said, look, like worst comes to worst, like, We'll mend a bro. You'll have to mend a broken heart, but we'll mend it together. Yeah, I like that. And I, I like that. I thought that was a sweet sentiment. Yeah. That was kind of like, you're gonna if you don't try, you're gonna lose. So you might as well be completely honest with yourself and allow yourself to fall in love. But then she does tell him that she's falling in love with him, and he says, "Thank you." Yeah, that was. Thanks bad. for sharing. <laughs> Thank Thanks you for, for sharing. sharing. Um, hey. So he's only said it back to Rachel, and I don't know. I'm just not a big like thank you person yeah. i think just like kiss them yeah you know i don't know what do you guys think i mean do you think the producers told him before the show you can't say i love you or do you think they said it they told him that after he said it to rachel or do you think that has never been well because he's he's sitting there telling the parents he's falling in love with them he's saying he's falling but he's not but he's only said but that's all Bree said to him i'm falling in love with you let me just say this if i told someone i love them and their response to me was, thank you for sharing. The pit in my stomach would be, I'd be out. Yeah, I know. That's how I feel. 
I think the, I think you mentioned it earlier. I think the girls just assume that that is what they have to that that that's just part of the the shtick. Yeah, but wait until they rewatch the show know, and see that he told Rachel that. So that's why Rachel has to like win. Rachel has yeah. to win. Rachel yeah. has to win. Because if Rachel doesn't win, it's a fucking disaster. Sorry, oh. are we not allowed to say? <laughs> 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 oh no, we just peeked you. Oh god. If Rachel doesn't say that, it's a disaster. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. I agree. It's um, it's definitely interesting, and I'm I'm with you, mom. If I if I opened my heart up to someone, it was this huge thing, and they were like, like I get mad at you guys when you don't say love me back over text. You know, it's like yeah, oh you do. We no, not do. really. I oh, kinda... oh, okay. <laughs> no, I do. I mean, but I just know you guys yeah. love me. All right, now we have Serena's date. <laughs> Serena's date. I just want to say shout I out Canada. Shout. Okay, what do you mean you called that? We all. Call you called that. that? I called Please. it on a yoga date. You? We all did. Oh, oh my God. Let's replay the tape. Last week, I said there was no chemistry. She is not into him. I said she is not into him. You and the okay. rest of America. <laughs> no, okay. I don't. I don't. I was with you. I, I, I was, was aligned watching it. Yet, watching I thought it. she was great. I think she's a great gal, but I think everyone knew the spark wasn't there. If she was into him, she would have. Been into him. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. She wouldn't oh, have complained okay. about how uncomfortable she was. We okay. agree. We, we agree. We can roll we the agree. tapes. The tapes will be out. We have the tapes now. That's listening. the beauty of the podcast. That. That's right. But anyway, the beginning of the date is she takes him to Canada. Shout out Canada. Shout out, you know. Our Ottawa our, crew. Our Ottawa crew. We love you guys. And because of that, I had a deeper appreciation for the date because we had we saw the poutines, we saw the beaver tails. Favorites for us when we visit our family in Canada. Yeah. So that was appreciate. We were very appreciative of that. That was great. Yeah, and then she's playing. <laughs> and she's playing hockey, and it's just like so fun. I thought yeah. it was just a fun date. See the thing, and it was reminiscent of her hometown. Yes, I love that about it, and I thought it was a fun date, except for the fact that she's not into him. And I knew it from the minute that they walked in that she's not into him. Okay. Even when they were eating the poutine, I could feel it. There was no... And what I don't like about it is she said, you know... I've never seen anybody eat poutine with their fingers, either. Yeah, you eat poutine with a fork. Yeah. Yes. But here's the I've thing... I've had enough like, poutine in my day. I've never used a finger. No. It gets too messy. on your yeah. fingers. If it's good poutine, you're not eating it with your fingers. <laughs> exactly. That's saying it didn't look like good poutine. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't really it didn't look, look no. like poutine. poutine. It looked like America's attempt. no smoke. Yeah, you know it was America's I mean? attempt. Yeah. No smoke, yeah. so it was definitely America's attempt at it. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> it was. Um, and then we get to her night date where Matt seemed really nervous. The family looked very normal, very cute. Um, family over the top. You thought so? I thought there was a lot of big personalities there. I thought they were like... I think it's so interesting you say that <laughs> because it's like, if someone were to walk into our family, <laughs> we they'd are. be like, a lot of big personalities. <laughs> so like... <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. But I liked the family. I thought they were normal. They were normal. I just feel like... Yeah, they were. Maybe big know. personalities, but that's normal to us. Okay, fine. And um, and I just thought it was interesting when the sister pulled her side and was like, I just don't think you're smitten. And I thought, his, I thought her mom and her had a very interesting conversation that was like, is he, like, <laughs> is he intellectually stimulating for you? Like, stuff like that. And I think, like, yeah. I think that's something that's very important in a relationship. And I, I've always felt like Serena just, like, 
I don't think you felt like this, but I've just always felt like Serena's just got, like, an it factor to her. I don't know. I just feel like she's got something going. Well, we, no. what I could... <laughs> <laughs> what I gathered from her hometown is I think there was a guy that she was smitten with and she thought was absolutely it. Yeah. And, like, and he broke her he heart. He broke her heart. And she's trying to get back into it, but she's like forcing it and it's not there. I That's what I, I think. think. She... And her sister called and her sister like, this isn't it. But also, like, yeah. I don't think she's smitten him with Matt. And I don't blame her for not being fine, smitten with she, Matt. But, but yeah. Yeah, I don't blame her either. Right. I think that's real. But here's the thing. like I, There's something about her, I think... I don't know. I'm I'm good. I, I, I don't know. I have not been a real fan of Serena's from the very beginning. I know, but I the like her. The yoga day turned me off of her. The yoga yeah. day was weird of her. I agree. But she's I, kind of like, like even the whole I thought, like, yeah, sorry. Even though I thought how she like was on the canopy, she was so like over the top cutesy. Like it was like, I wasn't buying it. I don't, see, I don't, I don't find not, like, it yeah. cutesy. I don't mean That's to bat. I'm not, I'm not. I think she was compensating. I'm not bashing her. She's probably a very wonderful person. You're right. She has a very good family. Like, I really, it's really, it's not about that. I'm not, I don't mean to sound that way, but there's something about her that I think she's either overcompensating for just a real true lack of interest in Matt, where she's just like, it's like hard for me to almost take her. I don't don't know what it is. Like, I'm just like, not into it. See, my favorite, sorry, you go, Justin. No, I was just, I I agree with mom. I think, I think they're, no, go ahead, sir. No, you go. (laughs) I, I think I think that mom makes a really good point. She was overcompensating for like the big during the yoga date. The instead of just kissing Matt, the whole eye opening, you know, and then yeah. right not being yes. into the situation. She was overcompensating by like being extra cute. I I totally see that yeah. by being extra cutesy at the beginning of the in the Canadian portion of the date. Yeah, like, oh, this is so much fun. The she hockey, kept, yeah, the kissing she, on the on the ice. You kiss she, him now. What's up with that? Yeah, <sighs> and she keep she keeps saying things like, "I'm we've got every you know we're so." You know, there's with chemistry, and we're so yeah. I love being with you, and it's been awesome from the beginning. And I'm like, it hasn't, Serena. It hasn't. But it, it was. It was. That's the thing. That's what I want to say. The first date was very good. I agree with you on the overcompensating. I do. But the first date yeah, was, was good. really good. They did. They had a very good first date. I thought, date. and that's where she stood out to me because I looked at her and I was like, that's a girl I want to be friends with on the show. Let me Because she can hold a conversation. Yeah. She's okay. normal. Was she was funny. It? She was making fun of them. She wasn't intimidated by being on a date with the bachelor. Yeah. But do you also think? That that are, you know, your uh, very positive memory of that first date and how you feel about it was also not coupled with the fact that the rest of the show at that point in time was so tormenting no. to watch with the drama on the girls that finally Matt was off on no. a date with a girl and it was not negative energy. Okay, no. Fine. No, I, because I, we've seen so many dates in this franchise and I just felt like, like, she just stood out to me, like... Over Bree's date, over the next week's date, like, I don't even remember who the next week's date was, but I remember her date because I remember thinking, like, wow, it just just felt very normal to me, and that's the word he used to describe their first conversation. It was just a normal, like, I just feel like she's a girl that, like, he could have met at a bar and they would have had a nice relationship. Yeah, but they, I think they're friends. I think Serena and Matt had a great friendly first date. I think we're gonna just... Move on. Always, we're always, we're just going to have to agree to disagree on What's Serena. Fine. I agree. I don't think her and Matt are a good fit at all. I know, I know, I know. Okay. So, Matt says, so then they leave and she's like, oh, I'm overthinking, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And um, Matt says kind of like, don't take the weight on yourself, but I don't know. It was kind of like a weird ending because then she didn't, like, share anything with him. And that was really the problem to me is, like, she's sitting out there. She's like, oh, I just got a lot of internal struggles. I'm dealing with a lot. And it's like, 
that's your person, that's the person you should be sharing this with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, I thought what I didn't love about that whole thing is I didn't think that he had, he he responded in a way that was sensitive to what she was really saying to him. He was just kind of like, he had made it, I think he was overconfident as the bachelor and, mm-hmm. you know, thinking it was her totally. insecurity in him. And really he wasn't listening and she was actually getting like cold feet or trying to tell him something. So I think he missed the mark there. Totally. At the end of that date. Um so if he had any chance of recovering her, I think he missed it when he got in that car and drove away, thinking that he was just reassuring her when really she was insecure about other things. Yeah, I agree, because then but he goes to the car to her. I couldn't figure out, I, what I can't figure out is, how does he not get it with Serena? Like, how does he not feel that vibe that something's, I mean, he did eventually, but he didn't until, like, the next day. He got in a limo. No, but even I think when he went to go visit her, I think he was going to reassure her. Yeah, Because he goes exactly. on this whole spiel. She, yes. He gets gets to the hotel, sees her, and then he talks about seeing a future with her, and she just says, yeah, you're on. not my person. Yeah, that and was that's something. And that's a dagger. How did he not get it? I, I well, don't know. I think, We asked you know. that question during the yoga date. Yeah, we did. And then when, right. he, when he was, like, okay with everything, we are like, ah, oh, yeah. Yeah, but he was really he, he seemed was really up. sad. Yeah, he he did. Was, yeah. yeah, I think he was surprised because I think he had to face that he missed a cl- the clue. He missed it. He he. No, I think he was sad because I think he really liked Serena and she didn't feel the same way. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Well, so that's how. And then we have the rose ceremony. The three girls there get the rose. What do you think but the three the girls big question... are thinking when no Serena shows up? Do you think they're thinking, oh yeah, he Serena, sent her home. He sent her home, yeah. or she sent him. He sent her home. I think they think he sent her home because they all seem smitten with him. And he's done a, he's done a good job throughout the show sending girls home. Yeah, it's when true. He hasn't yeah, felt like Abigail. Himself. Yeah, that's a good it's example. True. Yeah. It's true. And I think the question is, is like, who would have gone home? Why would he go to Serena and try and comfort her if he was just gonna send her home? Bray, Bray. And I all think right. Bray knows it. Yeah, because that's what she said at the end of the episode. I got too. the last rose. What do you think? I don't know. Even though I don't really think the order means anything of the roses, because I, I think the producers pick it, but yeah. I do agree that I think it was Bray that would have gone home had Serena had stayed, which doesn't make sense to me. I think I when I watch the connections, I like Bree and his connection better than Serena and his. I think the thing for me is I think that Matt is smitten with Rachel. Yeah, I agree. And I don't, I don't think. I think he's just smitten with her, and I don't think that the other relationships. I don't. I don't know. I think that he. It's like I just think he's. Not open as much to those other relationships right now. I don't know. I think. I don't know what everybody else thinks, but I think it's. You know. I don't disagree. I don't disagree either, and I think it's an interesting season because he wasn't on a previous season so i don't know if he really understands how important it is to compartmentalize every relationship yeah whereas i feel like when you're on the other side of it you really understand the necessity of that Mm -hmm. but i don't know all right and then next week it looks like we have the woman tell all Mm. where it seems like maybe serena regrets what she did Mm. and then um the next, the following week's preview looks crazy. Yeah, it looks like something major happened. I know, he's like so shaken up. I'm so confused. I don't know. What could happen? 
I don't know. I guess we'll have to tune in to find out. No, we will definitely be watching. We will definitely be watching. We'll be here, so. But hold on, Justin. I just, you know, you're our guest tonight. I just am curious. Your overall impressions of the season, of the of the cast, of. I think it's been one of the worst seasons of The Bachelor. Really? Don't you? I think it's hard because of the situation that, that. The producers are in because of COVID. I think it's hard because I don't think Matt is a very good bachelor. I don't think he's got a lot of personality. Um, I think the girls fighting with each other was just a huge detractor from just the, the, the main part of the show. I mean, the show is supposed to be about the romantic relationships that are building, and it was about the women being assholes, and that was tough. Um, mm. I cursed again. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> they were being real, no, really mean. They were mean girls. They, they were mean, mean girls. girls. They were mean girls. Well, a lot of them were mean girls. Like, they were very, I mean. I have a question for you, Justin. Yeah. Oh, I, I think I know what it is. Go. Do you? I wonder if we're going to think of the ahead. same thing. So my question is, who of this who of this whole cast yeah. would you want, if you had to pick the next Bachelorette? Oh, I was going to say girlfriend. Oh, let's but... ask both. Okay. Who would you want to be the next Bachelorette, would... and who would you think is girlfriend material? I think, I think it feels like Michelle or Serena is going to be the next Bachelorette. I don't think oh, they're going to do Serena. Serena. I hope not Serena. I think mm-hmm. Serena will be in Paradise. There you go. Okay, yeah. that's fair. Well, they ha- I mean, Paradise, they, that Paradise is the thing that they can do here. Yeah. Because of COVID. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know who, I don't think any of them would be really good bachelors, bachelorettes, to be honest. Do you? Like, who? who? I think Michelle would be good. I think Brie would be good. And I think Abigail would be good. And those are kind of my, my three. Mm. But yeah, I agree. None of them are really stand out, but I feel like it's because, because they don't, don't really know, know them. them. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. What about which one would you date? Damn all. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Respect that answer. I mean, although I will say, watching the way they behaved with each other mm. was just a total turnoff to all of them. Yeah. Like, none of, like, I was just... So, Katie? Katie was the one with the with the toy? <laughs> yeah. Yes. She was Wait, fine. She stood up to the bullies. Yeah, that was nice. I... I, I they I were don't just. Know. I don't see her. It was adjusting. rough, and it was no. The whole the whole thing was just. It was hard, and it, even when it when things got better, and then um, I'm spacing on Heather. The, Heather came in, and then they all were like, oh. ah! <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. Like that was so. All Heather's doing is following her heart. I know. Right? It was bad. Leave it to Matt James to say, no, thank you. I've got the relationship with the other girls. You 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 can't be like, go home. It's go like, home, bitch. Go home, yeah, bitch. Oh, that was seriously that was the worst. It was terrible. The and poor girl's like... crying. Five minutes in that little in that little ring, she's crying after it. I, and it I don't blame so her. Sad. I would be crying too. I know. Yeah. If, I, if I walked in and these and these guys were just like, "What's up, dick?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, cold season didn't work for you, so you thought you tried yeah, this one. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it was me. Shut up, Jasenia. Yeah, like, glaring at you like in a big circle. Which yeah. is ganged up on. That's horrible. <laughs> yeah, that, it, I, I've been it's really... disgusting. I have to say that... These girls should watch it back and be disappointed in themselves. That's how I feel. And their I, parents should be disappointed in them. Like, it's yeah. just not... It's not how you show no, up. No, it's I not mean, how you show up. You know, up. we say all the time, like, you don't you don't make your building look bigger by knocking other people's buildings down. Every, yeah. You know, yes. I just... And I feel like they didn't represent... I will well. say, I feel like the people that are left are the ones that more or less stayed out of the fray the most. Yeah, we've never seen a clip That's of them true. saying something bad, but you don't know what was edited out. 
I can't see it though in any of their personalities that they would be p- contributors. I to could this not see. Events. There's not a chance in hell that Michelle would have been involved in the bullying. I don't think as a teacher. Yeah. Yeah, but she didn't stand up for it either. But I think it's hard to be to to stand. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's hard, but it's right. But you don't know if there were people who stood up and we yeah. didn't see. Yes, that's also true. Yeah, that's true. We didn't see that they stood. But we up. also don't know if they said something bad and we didn't see it. That's true. They may yeah they may have hid they may have hid the the winner. Yeah. Yeah. Side comments and the potential bachelorette side comments. This was fun, guys. Thanks for coming on. Thanks yeah, for inviting me. Yeah, really glad to have you on, Justin. You gave us an interesting perspective that we've been. Yeah, we've been interested in. And it's good. It's good on the hometowns to bring you in. It's like a yeah. perfect like, when we're talking families and hometowns. It seems so appropriate that you be our guest speaker. Yes. Well, thanks so much for tuning in. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram at the Bachelor for the Ages podcast, and we'll talk to you next week.